What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. It's your host here, Monster DeFace, bringing you guys another weekly installment. Today, it is all about Fortnite, but you see in the title, we have some interesting drama unfolding as the new season has been launched, and naturally, a lot of tournaments have hit the scene, but with those tournaments, a influx or a flood of cheaters have been ruining the experience. We're going to talk about um, all that's happening on that front as we dive deeper into the topics. But before we get there, we want to thank you guys, of course, for downloading this episode, checking in with us, vibing out with us, and also supporting the Practice Makes Perfect podcast. We've got just great downloads, great interactions happening over there. Um, so I appreciate you guys following across all the general esports stuff. And of course, still all the Fortnite stuff that we cover here. Um, and also one more big shout out to everyone supporting Cafe Colazzo for that premium coffee. It has been a blast and honestly, a lot of work. No one told me it was going to be this much work trying to run <laughs> a business that sells coffees. Um, let me tell you, if this wasn't a passion project, it's definitely not a bang for your buck type business, dude. It's so much work. But anyways, we'll dive deeper into that on the Practice Makes Perfect podcast when we get into the business logistics side of things. For now, though, I want to intro up the boys who always are here to support me and support uh, the Fortnite podcast. We got Panda SVG. Uh, let's start with Panda. What's up, bro? Hey, man. Good uh, good to be back. We missed a week, but uh, it's just because we wanted to build up all the great hype for what is this week because we got a lot to talk about. Absolutely. And SVG in the house, man. How's everything, brother? What's up, boys? Going good. Going good. Been having a great day and excited chat. Yeah, heck yeah, we get to jump right into it. Uh, let, let's start with your boy, Npen man. What's uh, what's going on? I heard he got banned from Fortnite for uh, for a brief period of time there. Um, you know, Npen from Team Elite Esports. You got a lot of rapport with this guy. What's going on with him? So when I was at his house, he was really specific about me not filming certain things. So I had to make sure I didn't film any of his cheat setup while I was doing all that. No, I'm just kidding. Npen <laughs> doesn't cheat. Uh, he accidentally got banned. Wound up getting unbanned. Uh, it wasn't that long, only a few hours. But for a pro player and like content creator like him, his brand is fully based off of playing Fortnite. So I can only imagine waking up and it's like, uh, guys, my 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 job is gone. How do I fix this? And it's it's pretty funny if you look at the comment section. There were genuine people like, I knew it. Like some <laughs> of those people are serious, bro. Uh, we've seen this happen in the past where Fortnite does what we like to call false bans, right? None of us really know what triggers it. It could be your, I don't know, your ISP possibly changing your IP, and all of a sudden it thinks that, you know, you're, you're doing something funny, or I don't know, who, who really knows what causes these things to um, flare up the anti-cheat on Fortnite's side and push a ban? It is also very interesting that it's uh, usually the big pros that obviously tweet about it and they get unbanned pretty quickly, but what would happen if you were a not-so-big pro? Because I get DMs all the time of people that are like, Monster, I've been banned. How do I get my account back? Like, I don't know what to do. X, Y, Z. And they're like just a small, regular guy. And I, even if you were a big streamer, I wouldn't get into that conversation because, you know, truth is, like, if you really did cheat and I put my neck out for you, it'd be terrible. So, um, yeah. like, what, what do you think happens? Do you think Fortnite has a system that eventually uncovers the false bans or a way around it? Or, it, like... Yeah, I don't know. We never really had this discussion about the false bans that happened in Fortnite. Ooh, it's tough. This is a tough combo because I don't, I genuinely don't know that they do have something, right? Like, realistically, 
uh, a ban like that probably happens because of mass reporting, right? So maybe a ban like on an impen, let's say, uh, is more targeted uh, versus uh, some other people. I, and, and funny enough, two days prior, within that 48-hour window, um, he was in a tournament where he was 26th and needed to be in top 25 to make some money. And somebody within the top 25 ended up getting banned, which pushed him into the money. Mm. So interestingly enough, like, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but conspiracy theory panda here, you never know. That guy gets banned. He's like, well, it's Impen's fault. Let me get him banned. I don't know. Look, there's a lot of stuff that you never truly what, know. SPG, what do you think happens to regular Joe Schmo listening to the podcast if he wakes up and he's been false banned? Do you think he ever gets unbanned? No, I think they go through Epic support and I think they say, okay, we'll look into it. No one ever looks into it. <laughs> and then that person never gets unbanned. So rip, like genuinely, I don't think, I think maybe one out of five people that don't have like a big social presence or connections are going to be able to get unbanned. And I feel like, because you see the people that do get banned that are big names, throw it out there. Then they'll tweet out later. Thank you to so-and-so that connected me with uh, this person at Epic that helped me get this settled. Bro, it, no one cares about the little guy, right? If I'm just like a 12 year old playing on my console and I accidentally get banned, I don't even know what to do. Right. Yeah. Like I don't even know how to go through that process to fix it. So yeah, I don't think most people get on. I, I don't know why I just found that like, I find it just really funny. I know it, it's messed up if it happens to someone out there, but I just find it really funny. Like, there's probably no saving that that poor soul who just wants to play Fortnite. Um, but anyways, talking about like people getting banned and like real cheats happening in the space, we have such a ridiculous occurrence um, unfolding right now, occurring right now, and that even happened during the FNCS live championship finals that we just traveled back from in copenhagen panda you were there and we actually missed the episode following that week but there was so much legitimate drama at the grand finals uh, or the grand championship finals uh, uh, in the fncs at, at, at copenhagen and a lot of it had to do with a particular player by the name of repulse that kind of what like kick-started that ignited um, if anything, the bad press over that weekend. Let's talk a little bit about who was Repulse and why maybe, why was he first off kicked out of Copenhagen at the Grand Championship? Well, as you can see, Monster, but the people at home can't see, I have my tinfoil hat on because it's conspiracy theory time. No, uh, look, Repulse is, has been noted as a major cheater in the OCE scene for a while now. And there's a lot of speculation as to who the actual repulse is versus the repulse that has been playing on the count, plus the repulse that played in the last major that got him qualified versus the repulse that actually showed up for Copenhagen. Like, there's so much in-depth, like, conversation around, like, who is real, what, what happened. It's so tough to actually follow. But what I will say is it seems to be common knowledge that this guy was a problem. And now it is finally unequivocally proven when he goes on Twitter now and is just publicly stating, ha ha, I've made over $10,000 paid out via Epic while cheating. You want my cheats? Come join my Discord and pay me for those cheats. 
Yeah, and this is, again, all stemming off the fact that somehow, apparently, this is all speculation, the account was sold to someone who actually uses hacks in-game. He was undetected, qualifies his way to the LAN event. Then the real kid shows up, or maybe not. I don't know what he looks like. Maybe they sent a doppelganger, an imposter, to fill the shoes. But Repulse was then invited to the LAN, shows up at the LAN, and then is basically, I don't want to say extradited back home, but... Yeah, he got his visa and everything revoked. The, the the company that was running the tournament, Blast, pretty much sent him right back home um, and his duo partner, if I'm not mistaken. So that was that was like a whole situation. And now we are seeing on Twitter, whoever is operating that account, like blatantly coming out. And it's just like, it's, it's not even a secret anymore. Dudes are just like sharing cheats and they're claiming that um, they're undetectable. Obviously, someone at Epic, the whole team at Epic, Probably the entire security crew at Epic and the law firm is looking into this. I would not doubt it if that person gets like the original 2017 treatment of those other guys trying to, you know, promote cheats where the fat lawsuits were, uh, you know, looming overhead. Um, what he's doing right now is really, really dangerous. He's playing with fire. He's playing with his livelihood. And if there's one person that, you know, uh, or a couple entities you don't want to mess with, it's those that are in the net worth range of billions of dollars. Those guys have FU money and can do quite literally whatever they want with it. And usually it is targeted at people like them who are promoting hacks, cheats, or trying to exploit the software or the code of their product. It's actually wild, though, because like every OCE player talks about how their tournaments are rampant with cheaters every single time. And the fact that we had this guy win an FNCS and then go to Copenhagen, like not just like qualify. He actually went to Copenhagen, got kicked out, and then is now just selling cheats. So I don't understand it. I He said he's claimed $70,000 while cheating, which what the heck is going on if this right. is true? Um, either this is like a fake account. I've also heard... Like, you guys stated that, like, this isn't the same Repulse God. Because Repulse God used to be a player way, way back in the day. Um, played DreamHack Anaheim long time ago. Played in the World Cup early days of Fortnite. From my understanding, it's not that person playing on this account. Um, they may just be using this person's name for some notoriety to allow them to then gain more credibility to then sell more cheats. Or... That's just what the story this guy told everybody and is trying to like distance himself from it and be like, dude, I don't even play Fortnite anymore. This is somebody else I sold right. my account to. It's, it's, it's like uh, plausible deniability happening right now. Uh, yeah, we, we all really just don't know. But uh, we, what we do know is someone's tweeting this stuff. Someone is sharing these cheats and this is a real problem. And the fact that uh, a, uh, an actual human showed up in Copenhagen. And by the way, when we say showed up, we're talking like someone from the team reached out to them bought them a flight, accommodated their hotel, and allowed them into the tournament up until whatever information was revealed. Maybe players quite literally reported him. Like, hey guys, I don't know if y'all know this, but uh, this joke has gone a little too far. We don't want to actually play uh, or put our millions of dollars on the line against someone who will load in with cheats at the event. Um, if that was even a possibility, who freaking knows what would have happened had that got to, to live? But cheats are clearly... A problem inside Fortnite. 
Fortnite has an anti-cheat for the longest time. Um, I feel like, you know, hacks and cheats weren't really an issue, but this is something we've talked about over the last, you know, the last course, I'd say the last three to, you know, six months or so. It just seems like things have really ramped up. I I'm not sure if it's because the game develops so fast now that the cheats are able to, you know, change fast with the, the speed of which the updates are coming out, making them harder to be, uh, you know, detected. But man, they, they ruined Cash Cup experiences in particular. I think uh, uh, most of the pro players have, uh, you know, we've seen this express sentiment season to season, and it just doesn't seem like there's a fix at all right now. It does seem like there's a sentiment in the way that the cheats work. And apparently um, it, it works similarly to uh, the update system, right? So Epic pushes an update. That update can then track whatever cheats have been being used, right? And it cuts off uh, validation to them. But the same day, the cheat company waits for the update to go live, spends the first three hours of the update being live working on an additional adjustment to the cheat, and then pushes a new version of the cheat for players to update. And typically, they tell the players, don't play until there's a new cheat update on update day. Like... That's essentially how the open process has been from the research that I did following Repulse God uh, and his information spill. If you look in the comments, it, it's literally people saying, yeah, I've used these cheats for a while, like, and this is how it works. Wow. And it's just crazy to me that people are, they're so blatantly, openly just talking about it that they just don't fear anything. They don't fear repercussion. They don't fear uh, issues in the future. But yet we just talked about NPEN getting banned for nothing, right? When these guys are actually on socials openly talking about this stuff. So I don't know. It's just, it's super tough. Yeah, it's a, it's um, a crazy, crazy rat race happening over there. And that wasn't the only drama that happened even at the, you know, FNCS uh, Grand Championship. We also had uh, Bucky get sent home. Like I said, we didn't even get to cover all the drama that occurred at the FNCS. There was another player disqualified at the event and sent back home with little to no notice and that was bucky the na professional player he's someone who has i think had a mild level of controversy follow him throughout his career obviously starting back to when he was banned for colluding in game using what we use as air quotes a strategy trading storm surge and uh that dates way back to some early seasons i can't even remember what exact chapter season. two season one just ridiculous so bucky you know ever since then he's kind of had this uh yeah this 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 dark shadow following him around right he became the bad boy of the fortnite community he's kind of rode that that shtick if you will uh, but it seems like uh that, that attitude that persona you know uh, started to transpire into real life and it, and it took him uh now some bad turns including while he was out there in copenhagen oh man and the worst part is so many rumors are spiraling as to why he did officially come out and it seemed like it was a uh, pretty public as to why he got kicked um, based on his response. But there were a lot of things uh, that I heard behind the scenes and I'm not going to repeat any of them um, and not saying like behind the scenes from like Epic Games officials or anything like that, but like from players and and uh, people that were close to the players talking about the situation. It, it didn't seem like it was a one sided one-time offense it just seemed like B bucky showed up to offend yeah and uh and unfortunately you, you gotta know that you have a level of responsibility to meet 
when you show up to a professional event like that with $4 million in a line. Unfortunately, he just didn't hit that criteria. I will, I will say, too, like, I got to literally talk with him in the food hall, like, with all the pros. It was him. It was Kanata. And he was really, really adamant and, like, pushing for an interview. He's like, dude, what, what, like, come on. Like, why can't we get this uh, uh, interview with me, man? I'm like, I'm here. I, I really want to take this content seriously. And I'm not going to lie. He had me in the first half. I'm like, yo, bro, like. <laughs> Dude, I could, I could, like, totally interview you. Like, that's fine. Like, all you have to do, like, take it serious, you know? Um, use this opportunity. Build your brand. And Kanata's there, doing. Kanata's like, yeah, bro, they love interviewing me. Like, you know, I just show up and I say, you know, the things they want to hear. But I'm like myself. I say, exactly. Kanata gets it, right? Like, he's having fun with it. He's living in the moment. I was like, Bucky, bro, people love you. Like, in, in the company, right, that you're here playing their game would obviously love for you to be the role model as at least when you're on camera on the official broadcast um you know like even miro right miro does his part dude he did his part uh when he's on his own personal stuff dude be your personal self uh you know get, take that with a, a double-edged sword you know be smart about it but you know when you're on the show your broadcast you have a certain level of expectation and i thought bucky was here and i thought he was showing up to try to you know reflect his best self but he didn't make it that far. He didn't get to show day. And I'm I'm pretty sure I I convinced the production team to get him an interview too. So I don't know. I hope he wasn't playing nothing crazy. That would have been bad on me. Wow. Like so I was vouching. Close. I was vouching for him, bro. Maybe I got saved. I don't know. <laughs> you probably did. <laughs> Dude takes his shirt off like, yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm so sorry, guys. I had no oh. idea he was going to do that. <laughs> it's all monsters fault. Oh, He's the one. Gosh. We weren't going to do it for this guy. Um, now, I mean, with things like this, this is going to be my quarterly call for Epic to put some kind of statement out when things like this happen. It doesn't have to be every single time someone is banned for cheating, but like at the Global Invitational to have multiple players dismissed, say something, please. Like that, that is kind of ridiculous um, to have that with no statement and then it just coming through whatever Bucky claims it is, right? Because then the whole community has to take Bucky's word for it. And when you're banned from an event like that, emotions are high and you're going to have that skewed in a certain direction. Come so. on, SBG. Everyone knows he was banned for Section 8. That's it, dude. He, he, he committed, know what that he is, committed but... Section 8 of the terms <laughs> and services. That's literally what they... That, that, is, that is the general response he got from officials. And Section 8 is like a, a four-page long list of slew of things that you could be potentially fall within so it's a it's a pretty hilarious you know running meme but yeah even him I, i'm pretty sure to this day doesn't exactly know uh all they gave him was the the general you know five page area he got banned somewhere within those paragraphs but anyways guys that that that's enough about in pen and and you know, Repo's God, the, the actual cheater slash imposter, and then Bucky, dude. I don't know what's up with him, man, but um, yeah, the, the FNCS was, it, it was a very festive um, overall. Still turned out to be a fantastic event. I mean, it was, it was, it was oh, a absolutely. blast being there. Uh, we, we had a great time. The show was great. The reception was amazing. And then it teased us right into this incredible season launch, which, by the way, I think has been a massive, massive hit. Obviously, the marketing team behind Epic Games uh, went ham with the OG boxes, creators, OG creators, basically original folks that were here way back in the day. But you had to be like lucky or super important because apparently I wasn't OG enough to get a box, but it's all good. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. We, so you know? uh, let me say this, though, about those boxes, right? 
I don't know how you didn't get one. You competed back in the day. You know, you I got more World earnings Cup. than that. Like, you it, got, still. Yeah. On top of this, right? I know behind the scenes how this kind of worked, and it looked like it kind of ran through an agency. I know somebody that is potentially getting a box here very soon that was not OG, but is going to get a box. Yeah. So, I, look, if, 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 if that actually turns out to be the case, I feel for you, man. I try not to go on socials and complain about, you know, when the when the special gifts go out, because, you know, I don't want to feel entitled. But it still hurts, man, when an OG box goes out. And I'm like, damn, bro. Like, you know, somebody didn't just throw me on their list when they went through the Rolodex of anyone who did anything for the game to get it to where it is today and be a part of this building block. Can I not have a block on the foundation? That's all I'm saying. And that's what the box, it felt like, represented. But it, it was still amazing. Like, I was still very much in celebration watching people open their boxes, the genuine reactions, and inside that box, guys, if you're, if you're not on Twitter, if you're not on socials, you didn't see it, it was a box you open up, and it played, like, a really old clip of yours. And the first thing that came to mind for me was, like, yo, if it was my box, like, back in the day, Fortnite... Like, one of the first times they interacted with me, they retweeted, like, a clutch win that I had. And I remember that moment. And it was, like, an OG moment in Salty Springs. Like, I was like, damn, dude, that would have been my clip. It would have been so easy for them to find it, you know? Um, but it was really cool. So all this marketing, basically, spirals right into the launch. And, dude, they got Courage to come back. They got Ninja to come back. Um, Benji Fish. I mean, Mongrel is live streaming Fortnite right now to 30,000 viewers. Like, what has happened? Um, clearly, Panda, this is a, a ridiculously successful launch. And uh, I don't know. Do you think it's it's only up from here? Is it is it going to be a, a fast ascend, a hard landing? Where do you think we're going? So I got three things to talk about on this topic. Number one, let's talk to stats. Uh, viewership numbers rivaled that of LOL World Championships. That is League of Legends, folks. The biggest eSport easily in the space uh challenging that of cs and others but in my opinion definitely the biggest um they get usually the biggest numbers they were at 700,000 uh, uh category views uh friday and saturday fortnite was rivaling that 650 700 and that's not including tim wow. nick in on kick uh, dr disrespect all these other content creators that were streaming on other platforms um, outside of Twitch, putting up the the real serious numbers, right? So that's that. Number two, uh, Fortnite hit the most players in an individual day that they had ever seen since the game's launch. 44, over 44 million individual logins within a day. To give you context, Valorant gets 22 million in a month. Yes, in a month. So serious, serious numbers when you talk about the stats. Uh, number two, I think the execution of this was almost perfect, if not perfect, right? Everybody's loving the OG season. Um, the, the game feels incredible. I do see that there's some server issues on Central for some reason, um, which sucks because that's where they're competing out of. Uh, but uh, outside of that, playing as like just a, a standard uh, casual player, playing on East, I have had no server issues. It has been beautiful, gorgeous, amazing. And the last piece of all this, they don't bring back their biggest trump card, a.k.a. OG Fortnite, if they weren't planning something incredibly big following. So I have a feeling Chapter 5 is about to hit in a different way. Hmm, that's interesting. I haven't thought about that, of like this is kind of just like 
spoon feeding for the next thing. We'll see. I, I think the peak of Fortnite back in the day is what's getting a lot of people back. Um, I've had friends that haven't touched Fortnite in two years text me about it and just be like, yo, what's Fortnite OG? And I'm like, dude, it's Fortnite back when we used to play together. He's like, no way, I'm downloading it right now. Yeah. Um, so you got a lot of people that actually want to come back and play the game. And from the few games that I've played just jumping in, it does seem like there's a lot of newer players in the game, which is nice for like the people that have been playing a long, long time. You can kind of just dump on everybody. It's super easy. Um, doesn't really lead me to believe that these players that are coming in for the first time are going to be sticking around if this continues to happen to them. But uh, solid launch. I mean, Fortnite just continues to do big things. And who would have thought that, the biggest day that they had would just be redoing something they, they previously did. And, you know, a lot of companies call of duty have not done that well of redoing the things that you haven't done, that you've done in the past that were really good and Fortnite just crushed it. So shout out to them doing a great job. And I hope to see, I didn't think of that chapter five piece Panda, but I hope to see that be something that continues this, this train. Yeah, well, listen, for sure, nostalgia sells. It's very clear Fortnite has done that. And even right now as we're recording this podcast, Fortnite is the number one game in the games category on Twitch. The only thing better than it is basically hot tub boob streams and just chatting. <laughs> it's hard to beat, but it's very, very close. 368,000 <laughs> to Fortnite's 341,000. And then the next game, it's not even close. It's GTA at 200K. But GTA 6 was just announced, so there is going to be some massive, massive momentum in the GTA community uh, leaning into the end of this year as we start gearing up for the trailer that's going to drop soon. Um, dude, Fortnite, I think, I think SBG is, is wrong, by the way, about new player retention. I feel that players are going to find their way, uh, their way into zero builds, and I, I don't think they're going to leave like anytime soon. I think we're going to get a lot of players stick around because that's the thing that Zero Build really did well. It's give that that casual, you know, lighthearted, like semi-competitive, if you will, casual to semi-light competitive option to play the game in, in a way that feels like you can appreciate the game. And that's what Zero Build does really well with the OG map is that you could just run around and, and genuinely appreciate the visuals, the OG uh, kind of vibe, right? And like actually play that. Because once you get into Arena, you over a million players in Arena. Dude, you're in a box. You're turtling. You're doing the usual stuff. It's probably doesn't feel very OG. There's still sweats in there. Yeah, so I'll say this. Um, like thinking about numbers and thinking about the future and thinking about the way that things transition, I do agree. I do think players are going to transition to zero build somewhat. Um, and I think that's part of the focus. If you look at all the tournaments that they're offering, there are a lot of zero build stuff going on uh, over the next month. And I think that's like, they know that like people love that innate desire to compete. Um, but the one thing I hope Epic learns from all of this, right? And this is, I know it's probably not going to be the case, but less is more. And what OG Fortnite is, it is just a basic map, nothing too crazy on the map, uh, a diverse, fun, exciting, and chaotic loot pool, uh, and great server performance and great map performance, right? I don't want to call out 
the animals and the cars and, and all the other stuff, but I'm going to anyway. Because, like, realistically, while that stuff is cool in theory, Fortnite at its core was funnest, and it shows now when it was just have a golf cart or a a shopping cart, right? Um, and run around the map with uh, rift-to-goes and grapplers. And, and don't get me wrong, innately, these things aren't necessarily strictly competitive. However, it was always so exciting to watch these items be played around with. Same thing with ballers. Because remember, the other cool thing about this season is tomorrow we have a brand new OG uh, Chapter 1 map. So we transition into a new map starting in a day. I wonder, and that's what another question that I had. Do we think there's going to be a continued resurgence of players as these major adjustments happen um, in lead up to whatever new thing comes out? Or is there going to be that tipping point where they're going to kill the momentum because we're going to get to like uh, a version of the map that everyone knows, like if from here on onwards, like, oh, I don't recognize this. It wasn't, again, uh, um, iconic enough for me to really reflect on and remember the name of this POI or whatever. Because remember, at some point, we started getting into, like, the names didn't even have alliteration anymore. It wasn't Salty Springs. It became, like, Salty Canyon. Like, what the heck happened here, right? Like, at, at some point, it became much less iconic, and we started moving away almost from, like, what was working from the creative side at the beginning. So what, what do you guys think? Just, just I, want, I want some quick hits here. Do you think it's going to go too far and they're going to push this train off the tracks? I think with this season only being a month, there's no shot. Like we're, we're already a week into it. There's just not enough time for that momentum to really be throttled down too much. So I think the constant changes will keep people interested because there are inherent flaws with the current map based on how good players are and like zero build. The map was not made for players not to be able to build. Um, so I think we'll keep going, and I think people will keep playing, especially with all these OG skirmishes they keep throwing at it, which people are loving. And to add to this, too, I the other thing, somebody mentioned this, and I think it is a very big possibility for Epic to do. OG Fortnite can exist past this season. And the reason I say that is because it could be created into its own game mode just like anything else that gets separated, right? Um, it just depends on player base, of course. Like, the they would have to retain a certain amount of players to fill queues and whatnot. But nevertheless, there's so much potential uh, with the way that this is going to play out. I don't see it slowing down uh, anytime soon. And when it comes to iconic things, next up is Kevin. We saw Fortnite Competitive oh. tweet out, the floating island over Loot Lake with Kevin attached to the bottom of it, and that's starting tomorrow or the next day. I think they said tomorrow. So uh, we're right around the corner from some of the cool uh, event type stuff. And I also read somewhere, and I don't know how official this is, we're going to have many events throughout the month. So like callbacks to other events that have happened during Chapter 1. And then there was rumors of a Juice World concert, but then it got kind of shut down. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. They did use Juice World in like the intro uh, video for Tilted Towers, uh, which is kind of an interesting call. And I, I don't know why they would use that if it wasn't to promote potentially a concert coming up. But right. we'll see what happens. Yeah, it would have been sick. Uh, the trailer was definitely pretty dope. If you viewed it on Twitter, it was muted. Uh, but if you went to YouTube, you definitely got the uh, the rights to the music and was able to really enjoy it. But 
Hey man, look, Epic is uh they've they've done it again. They did it with zero builds, and they have done it again. OG Fortnite Creative 2.0. They're they're just coming now, swinging big hit after big hit. Who knows what else is on the radar? As far as the next map iteration, like yeah, when Kevin the Cube comes in and the lake starts to float, the float of the island, I will I will consider that as part of the OG map. That was a, an amazing time. I have great memories of landing on people with a combat shotgun and uh, doing them <laughs> dirty. It was it was really good times. Uh, so we'll see, man. It, all in all, this has been an, an incredible incredible week for for Epic. Um, Let's get a couple quick hits here, man. Any 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 last thoughts? Any final words as we start to uh, slide on out of here, boys? Uh, for me, listen. If if you enjoyed Fortnite and haven't played in a while, now's the time to do it. Hop in, go enjoy the game for what it is. Uh, I made a video about this. Like, look, there's lots of ways to make money during the season, but the at the core of it all, like, just to take a step back and enjoy what could be a very temporary time in Fortnite and enjoy it for what it is a, a callback to to where it all started which not many people will ever get to or never really got to experience fully and now they get a chance to do it now so fully enjoy it while you can if you haven't played go for it yeah i need you guys because i can't beat the players that have been playing for five years so if i want to <laughs> get elims i need you guys to come back um one thing i do want to say is I didn't throw this out anywhere, but was hating on DreamHack, but you know, with friends for throwing out a solo zero builds event for their two winter and Atlanta events. A lot of people didn't like that. DreamHack made the changes. It's now a duo build event. So shout out to them for doing it right. Um, nobody wanted a solo zero build event and I love to see that change. So you love to see, the community being heard when things are not the way it should be done. Quick correction to that. Not nobody, a nobody. majority, a majority, because there are quite a few people that bought plane tickets, bought, bought tickets to the event for the zero build. Not a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's not the majority. I'm very clear in saying that, but there were a percentage of people that like feel slighted because now they went they expected a zero build tournament to show up they paid for ticket flights and hotels and now they have to try to scour down refunds because they thought that they're just not going to be able to stand with the build pros like it just doesn't work that way yeah fair hey, enough we we they were being switched i was just gonna say we were very much advocates of hey dreamhack doing a no build land or whatever y'all want to call dreamhack categorize them as uh yeah i was not a fan of that so i'm happy they made the change to builds i do think it's it's too late personally like dude, they, they make these changes so late um who knows if they're gonna get a turnout i i hope there is a turnout obviously we we love dream hacks we love lands we like to see these experiences happen um in in the best case scenario they take notes and they re they recognize like hey the people that are going to show up to this are the guys that want to play in the most competitive version of Fortnite, and those are the true competitors playing the build events um and you know dreamhack had a chance here and an opportunity to really leverage og Fortnite hype because they everyone knew it was coming and they knew how big this month this week this promotional window was gonna be the interest around Fortnite, and they could have honestly amplified the the narrative around the event of gathering together in the weeks to come to play Fortnite together, right? And and have this dope experience. But um, yeah, they they for sure dropped the ball. And it's sad when we have something so big, so clearly big about to happen. And then dudes just want to go against the grain for whatever reason and host like 
you know, the, take take the easy way out, if you will. That's what I think zero build events are. It's the easy way out. Uh, you know you're not going to have server performance issues. There's usually no rules. It's just like whatever. You slap it all together. But anyways, that's a, that was definitely a great quick hit there. Um, thank you, SBG. Well, listen, guys, as usual, you can send all your complaints to me at the Fortnite podcast at gmail.com. You can find me at Monster Deface across all social handles. I'm let the boys start to sign out here, Panda. Let the folks at home know where they can find you. Let them know what you're up to. All that good stuff, bro. You already know YouTube.com slash Life with Panda or Twitter.com, Twitter slash X, um, Life W Panda content coming every week. Uh, last week's video uh, talking about OG Fortnite this week, a new topic coming your way. So make sure to stay tuned for all the content and uh, some cool stuff happening next week. So keep an eye on socials for that. Uh, there is an OG throwback event for i think it's an invite only for some of like the big names from back in the og days on monday so you're definitely gonna want to tune into that one that's all i'll say heck yeah sbg let them know what you're up to man and also shout out to uh sbg's podcast make sure you plug that love the features you've been having on thank you thank you uh talking about that the podcast is the fn story you can find that on spotify apple uh it's on youtube as well if you prefer to watch a podcast um and then yeah the only other thing i got going on is the competitive awards getting ramped up for this season got a cool couple cool additions being added some more data for you guys as panelists working with some people to help uh make the whole process better so it's comp awards fn on x if you want to check that out we'll have some cool things coming soon yeah comp awards is definitely uh the uh, uh, the unsung hero of the year goes to SVG and the comp awards we love we love when uh yeah all the all the conversations and the voting starts to happen so definitely get involved on socials if y'all want to uh just be a part of that or maybe just watch it from from afar it's, it's definitely going to be a very festive time so uh with that guys stay safe and uh yeah we'll see you next time so don't forget until next time don't forget to dance out those kills and boast in those victory else peace y'all <laughs>